The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. In our first segment of the broadcast this morning, we're going to be focusing on the American Red Cross. A lot happening with the Red Cross, uh, especially with Maui and all of that. Uh, John Mitchell is with us. John is the executive director of the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross. Hey, John, good morning to you. I don't know which mic you're going to be on, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that one then. Okay, good morning. Good morning, Bart. Good to, good to see you this morning. Good to talk to you this morning. Pull that up and let it be your best buddy for okay. the next uh, How's that? that 30 or 40 better? minutes. Yeah, that's much better. Uh, tell us about Maui and how the Red Cross is helping, and there is a Murfreesboro connection there. There absolutely is. Um, you know, we, you know, our volunteers are, are just amazing. 90% of the work that we do uh, across the country and internationally um, is, you know, done by volunteers. Sandy Hughes, who... Uh, some of y'all that know a little bit about the Red Cross will know that, you know, Sandy works full-time for Nissan as a paralegal. Um, they're gracious enough to give her space to volunteer at a high level. As a matter of fact, she volunteers over 2,500 um, hours uh, just with us on top of her full-time job, and a lot of that's in deployments. So to give you a, a view of what sandy's volunteer opportunity looks like um last <clears throat> uh, friday before the the maui um the wildfires we were working together in the office uh late friday afternoon closing or opening and closing cases with 16 families that were displaced in coffee county due to some recent storms um she gets a call and Monday, she uh, by Monday, she's on ground in Hawaii for a three-week deployment there. Now, I don't want that to intimidate some people that are thinking about deploying that or volunteering for the Red Cross. That's the high-end example of somebody that, you know, commits, you know, to uh, the Red Cross at a certain level. There's a, plenty of, of opportunities where somebody could come over to our local chapter here in Murfreesboro. The Heart of Tennessee chapter serves 10 counties. And just work with us on a local level, um, help us maybe with prepared uh, presentations. Um, we're really big about helping people get prepared, install smoke alarms. But then when that time comes and someone has a, a home fire or we have a tornado like we had in Reedyville uh, a while back, um, we've got a group of volunteers that are trained and ready to go. And they're ready to help. And as Sandy said in the video when she was interviewed by one of the local news stations it gets down to neighbors helping neighbors that's our goal now we want to be sure people realize that uh, as you said you don't just go to hawaii uh, without any training uh, sandy has gone through years and years and years of training and and that's the way it is with everybody whether you are sent to help out with a tornado uh, here in Rutherford County or somewhere else or ice storm as the seasons change, uh, you have extensive training to prepare you for that. Yes, we do, Bart. And as a matter of fact, 
you know, we're even moving, <clears throat> you know, in this modern world where, you know, some of it is, uh, most of it, are, are we're moving some of it to being virtual. Um, there still is a lot of times where you need that in-person presence uh, with training. But, yeah, we're going to, you know, we, we pretty much put the organization in the volunteers' hands, and so they're running uh, the operation just like Sandy is. And so they're going to go through, you know, training. When we're responding, the first thing that we do on the humanitarian side is go for uh, making sure we help on, uh, you know, sheltering. We call it mass care, which could be sheltering, feeding. So there's trainings for those. There's one coming up at MTSU in November. Um, I don't have that date with me. I can shoot it to you, make sure we have it on a calendar. But we're going to do a training at the uh, recreation center at MTSU for sheltering um in the past bart i know you've been involved with the red cross for a while and there was a time where mtsu recreation center housed uh, quite a few residents from another state during a a disaster so we never know when that's going to come and we've got to have our workforce trained and ready to go so we'll train you um hopefully We'll uh, get to know you, uh, build a good relationship with you, and we can get out there and help some people in the great time of need. Red Cross does a phenomenal job locally and distant, uh, just as Sandy's finding out in Hawaii. Now, this is not her first time for one of these major disasters. No, it's probably her biggest. Um, We rate disasters on a scale of you know, one to seven, this is a seven. Um, we, we've seen on the news and by reports, you know, this is uh, catastrophic. I mean, it's uh, taking an emotional toll on everybody that's involved. As a matter of fact, I was talking with Sandy last night and she said it just really reinforced how important family is. You know, she's dealing day to day with, you know, people that have uh, dealing with loss and think that you know made her a little more homesick for you know her family here so we're going to rally around her at, at the chapter and kind of boost her up and tell her we're, we're checking on her family but yeah it's uh it's a large scale operation we'll be there for months um, of course we're working with many different partner agencies and the local government um, you know one of the things that she really was impressed upon was this was about relationship building at at the front end this is people that have their own culture and have uh their own way of life and so for us we needed to come in there and make sure that we were um, adhering to the way they operate on a day-to-day basis and build those relationships and trust that's what it's all about when we're doing a large operation so we'll be there for a while and um you know the the crazy thing BART is, that's just one of the deployments or the responses we have on a national scale. I just pulled up the Red Cross app. If anybody wants to go to their Google or Apple uh, Play Store, excuse me, you can uh, pull up the Red Cross apps. The Red Cross emergency app is the best one to uh, to get. And I pulled that up just a few minutes ago and I hit maps and it showed me that we have shelters open in six in California, of course, Hawaii, Arizona, the state of Washington, um, Montana, Oregon has two. There's, there's, you know, home fires there. Those are shelters. So that's a, um, 
you know, where shelters open, but that doesn't even represent where we have a presence. There was tornadoes in Arkansas and Missouri, you know, right up, <clears throat> right before we had them in Tennessee. And we open up cases and we work through those cases to make sure that people are, you know, getting what, uh, getting, getting their basic needs met and moving towards rebuilding their lives. So many ways to help. And I remember uh, back during 9-11, when the Red Cross really stepped up and had uh, a big hand in so many things, uh, there was a need for monetary funding, and America has a big heart. And they want to give blood, uh, they want to give money, they want to give whatever is needed. Uh, and all of those things are needed, blood, money, uh, necessities of life. What can people do if they, if they want to, say, make a check out to the folks at Maui? Yeah, you can make a check out and send it to our office and you can put in the memo, you know, uh, Hawaii. Um, we do have so many disasters. We honor your intent. So if you say, you know, I have family that are up in the state of Washington and that impacts you or the Hawaii uh, response. Um, but you can always just, um, you know, write a check to the Red Cross and um, send it to 501 Memorial Boulevard. Uh, here in Murfreesboro. That's the Red Cross Heart of Tennessee Chapter's office. Um, you can also make a gift uh, to Red Cross Disaster Relief uh, by visiting redcross.org, uh, or you can call 1-800-RED-CROSS, or you can text the word Red Cross to 90999, and that makes a $10 donation. So once again, you can Visit redcross.org, call 1-800-RED-CROSS, or text REDCROSS to 90999, which makes a $10 donation. All that adds up to help us provide uh, funding. You know, one of the things that people might not know is the more funding we get, the longer we can support people. So once somebody designates to a certain um, disaster relief, um, a good example is when people responded to the floods out in Waverly. Um, we had enough money to do bridge assistance money a year after. Wow. And so once, you know, we have that type of money, it's, it's, it's going to help those uh, uh, residents in their short term, but we are finding ways to extend that and to make sure that, you know, we come back because you just don't solve every issue in the first you know, a few days or a few months, we know it's a long haul. We've actually was able to give the second round assistance to the uh, residents in uh, Reedyville. So they've had two different um, uh, infusions of, uh, of money, and that's for gives us an opportunity to thank our donors. By the way, if you just tuned in, John Mitchell is our guest this morning. He is the Executive Director of the Heart of Tennessee Chapter of the American Red Cross. They are helping in so many ways. John, I know a lot of people are interested right now in volunteering. Uh, they would like to get more involved. You mentioned there would be some uh, training classes coming up. If a person wants to get involved, just sort of to get their feet wet at first, see if it's for them, what do they need to do? Well, I'll always mention the redcross.org uh, um, 
website because once you go to there it'll come back once you put in the zip code that you live in we'll get notifications and and work with you but i would encourage you to just come by the office ask for myself john mitchell or our disaster program manager jonathan taylor um give us an opportunity to just sit down with you maybe over a cup of coffee bottle water and and talk about what we do um it's pretty vast uh when you think about us responding to disasters and all the different volunteer roles that we do but on top of that we are pretty active like i said in the preparedness uh october the 6th and 7th we'll be doing a homes made safe for our we call it sound the alarm save a life um event up in laverne at the Lake Forest subdivision. That's the largest subdivision in the state, by the way. Um, but we're just pulling teams together to come out there and help us knock on doors, um, do a little quick presentation about, hey, do you know, do you have a plan, you know, for a tornado, um, flooding? Believe it or not, if you look on our app, earthquake shows up as one of the potential things that we need to be prepared for because of the Madrid Fault. But um, in that process, our goal is to make them prepared, but most of the time we find that they have smoke alarms that do not work or do not have smoke alarms, and we saw free smoke alarms. Very good. That's all at the Red Cross. And once again, what is a good contact number for you? Yeah, I don't care to give out my cell number, so uh, you can call me directly at 615-651-3405 or... Call 1-800-RED-CROSS and, you know, let them know you're interested in volunteering or giving, and they'll direct you in the right path. Tell you what, let's do. Let's pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather. We'll get back. They are having a shortage of blood. You've heard us talking about that. We're going to learn more in just a moment. The Action Line with Bart Walker, weekday mornings at 810. Rutherford County's place to talk. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You're not afraid to be fired. (laughs) Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Boy, will it hurt my pocketbook if I am. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hi, this is Mike Cutter. I am the owner of the award-winning family-owned home care agency, Honey Hill Home Care. Are you or a loved one in need of a reliable, compassionate caregiver? We take the time to match our experienced caregivers with your family member to ensure a comfortable and lasting bond. With us, you can have peace of mind knowing your loved one will receive exceptional assistance, monitoring, and companionship from a trusted caregiver they can rely on. Honey Hill has been the trusted source for home care for hundreds of families in Rutherford County over the last seven years. Learn more at HoneyHillHC.com. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. Well, it turns out we have keyboards as well. We have Yamaha, we have beginner models up to ones that look good in your living room like furniture and all points in between, traveling musician synthesizers and pianos. Well, what about drums? Do we have drums? We are Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. With cold and flu season here, 
Nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother. And we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by anytime today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick. Or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. On air, online, and on the phone. You can listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. A heat advisory is in effect here for the forecast area. Sunny skies here for this afternoon, a high in the upper 90s. Tonight, partly cloudy alone near 73. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 74. Question for you When is the best time to buy tires for your ride? When you can buy them at cost. And it just so happens. All this week at Tire World, you can buy your favorite tire brands of tires at cost. The Tire World at cost sale is going on all this week. Come see the professionals at Tire World and leave in a brand new set of tires. Tire World. At Tire World, we keep your family rolling. With locations in Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Laverne. Online at tireworld.us. Two powerful FM signals, one AM signal, and online at WGNSRadio.com means that you can listen to us anywhere. AM, FM, FM, online. WGNS Action Line continues. Critical shortage of blood with the Red Cross. And it's going to get even bigger because the Red Cross is helping so many people in Maui, Hawaii, all over the West Coast impacted by forest fires, floods, and things of that sort. Scarlett James is with us now. Scarlett, first of all, good morning and welcome to WGNS. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Good to have you with us. Tell us uh, about this shortage. How long has it been going on? Well, a long time. That's a difficult question to ask. There is a shortage currently right now, but... Throughout the years, the history of the American Red Cross, we occasionally have shortages at different points in times during the year, summertime being one of the main times due to schools being out of session uh, during the summer, and they are responsible for about 30% of our blood uh, donations. Very good. So has that, uh, that just hasn't come together as you had hoped this year? Exactly. It's... Uh, it's, I think that one of the reasons that we also experience the blood shortage is because people are busy or they get preoccupied with going on vacation and going to the lake or grilling out or doing those things. And top, it's, blood donation is just not top of mind for them. And, so of course, we, we have, to, as you mentioned, vacations. People are traveling. They have traffic accidents. They need blood there. They need operations for different things. And on top of that, now we have the Maui disaster. We have tragedies up and down the West Coast with forest fires, flooding, things of that sort. Uh, this, this is just making it hard everywhere for bloods. Uh, the donation of blood is drastically needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you, I couldn't have said it better myself. So with the amount of disasters that go on each and every year, uh, there is no no time that we have where we're not needing blood donors to come forward. Charlotte, I know in the past we always prided ourselves in Middle Tennessee of having enough 
blood on the shelves for operations and things of that sort. Uh, are we lower than that point at this time? We are in a little bit of a shortage right now, yes. Um, we are. So we need to re-up the supply, so to speak. So we are asking individuals to please, please come and donate blood. Uh, there's always a need. You can donate blood every 56 days. Uh, we, it takes about an hour of your time. And we just ask that you call or go online to redcrossblood.org and schedule an appointment. Now, of course, uh, we're fortunate here in Murfreesboro. We have our own Red Cross donation right there on Memorial. Uh, But blood donation centers are located in area churches, at schools, and things of that sort. But uh, I haven't noticed that many people stepping forward for those services either. We, uh, well, we definitely do. That's how we get ours. It's, we, like I said, we are experiencing a bit of a shortage. It is, that is typical for us during the summer months. Uh, we are trying to rectify that situation by doing things like your radio show and you being kind enough to give us an opportunity to spread the message and spread the word. And you're right. Churches, schools, businesses, clubs, organizations, community uh, areas, those things. We have mobile blood drives set up all over the place, and anyone can go online and to redcrossblood.org, put in your zip code, and see where the closest and most convenient place for you to go and donate blood if you're not, if you don't have a chapter or a center near you. And what about a church or a civic organization listening right now who says, we have done that in years past, but for some reason just haven't done it lately, what do they need to do to re-up their commitment to the Red Cross? That is a great question. Uh, call us. Yeah, and I can I can go ahead and give you, Scarlett, I know I work directly, and she works with Jean Baker. Jean represents uh, the Rutherford County uh, external blood sites, and he's very passionate about it. He gives himself, and he keeps track of, uh, you know, his blood donations through our blood app, which is an award-winning app, by the way. That's another app to, to get on your phone. But, Gene, uh, you can contact Gene directly at 615-330-6514. Gene Baker, 615-330-6514. Gene would love to sit and talk with you or talk with you over the phone about setting up a, a, a blood drive at your church, your organization. Um, he's, he's passionate, and trust me, if you call him, he'll work with you. Very good. And uh, Charlotte, let me ask you this. When are the blood drives uh, here in Murfreesboro over at 501 Memorial Boulevard? They're at different times. John, do you happen to have a schedule of where, when those are at the chapter? I do not have that. Yeah, actually, that's that's a good thing for me to update. So Monday, well, uh, up till the end of this month, we've operated where the only day we were closed was Wednesday. Um, for some reason, I'm not sure why, we will be closed there on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But that means you have availability to set up a blood drive during the, the weekend, um, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but there's times where we open early at 7, other days that we open 
uh, uh, maybe at 11, but stay open till 7. So we can accommodate your schedule. Um, you can go to uh, you can down or you can go to redcross.org Heart of Tennessee chapter and navigate towards uh, looking at that schedule. Um, I'll make sure that I send that to Bart and we put that up on uh, the WGNS site as well. And we'll put the revised schedule, but you're closed Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you say. Yeah, now. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but you open to set up a blood uh, or a day to, you know, have your blood drawn at our fixed site, which is at 501 Memorial Boulevard. You know, if you're just out and about and you don't have a schedule, uh, blood drive, you can come in and not only would they look and see if they can you know fit you in they can schedule you right there for another time so um once again you can just uh stop by our 501 memorial boulevard location and we'll work towards getting you uh set up to have a blood drive either there or connect you with one of the blood drives when you go you know sign up with a blood uh donor app location you know red cross uh blood donor app um, you can look in there, and once again, you can hit one button. It'll show you all the blood drives that are happening. You know, I know they occur at World Outreach, various schools. And, you know, a good thing to realize, it used to be that you would think, well, this blood drive is only at MTSU. Or besides the schools, if you see that there's a Red Cross drive at a church, that doesn't mean you have to go to that church. It's just where we're, they're cooperating with us to give us access to their congregation and others that want to walk in. So um, look look for a location closest to you at your schedule, and um, we would uh, w- would love for you to join us in helping, uh, helping others in the blood drive need. Charlotte, you might want to sort of fill us in on something. I've noticed it's really easy to give blood now, especially if you fill out uh, your application online you do it all online, and you don't have any waiting at the blood center. Well, you can. You can do what's called a rapid pass that you can locate, uh, once again, at redcrossblood.org. And uh, you can go there, or you can just actually take, you know, go log into Google, Bing, whatever you prefer to search, and uh, type in American Red Cross rapid pass, and you will find our uh it's an app that we have that can you can download on your phone for free. It takes very little memory, and it will hold all of your appointments. It'll also make it very convenient to uh, schedule an appointment by putting in your zip code and showing you all the closest places for you to go and donate blood. The One of the other good things about Rapid Pass is that if you... Uh, Fill it out, like you said, ahead of time. You can definitely save time. It won't save all the time. There'll still be a process of a health screening and like a mini physical that you will have to go through before you donate blood. But this will shave off about 15 minutes of your time uh, during the whole hour-long process. Very good. Well, I really appreciate your being with us this morning and updating us on what's happening with the Red Cross and the importance of giving blood, a critical shortage of blood right now. Scarlett James, our guest during this segment. Scarlett, again, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. And John is with us also. John Mitchell is the executive director of the Red Cross. John, before we leave, let's have a little more update 
on uh, the Maui situation, since, especially since we have a Murfreesboro responder who is on the scene. And it is, uh, it's, it's early in the morning in Maui, I think about 538 or so in the morning right now. Yeah, we had talked about, you know, wanting to connect directly with Sandy, but I think uh, we were saying it would be, you know, four o'clock, you know, uh, her time. She was actually on, um, you know, her day off yesterday. When you go on a deployment, they're usually two weeks, but uh, with the travel, this one is three weeks. So she has a day just to not do anything. and, And, you know, yesterday was that day for her. But, you know, as we said, she was one of 400 uh, disaster, you know, uh, workers that are currently working that. Um, you know, our goal is to provide meals, disaster health, mental health, spiritual care. Um, we know that we're going to be there for months. Um, we work with a lot of different community partners, too. Um, so we want to, you know, let them know that we appreciate their cooperation as far as us, um, you know, working with many different community partners. Uh, as you said before, one of the greatest needs we have is for financial support. Um, so for people that want to help, you know, for people affected by the fires, the storms, Hawaii, uh, you can do a disaster relief donation to by visiting the redcross.org or 1-800-RED-CROSS. Um, and if this has sparked an interest in you in volunteering, whether that would just be locally or maybe one day deploying, um, you know, come by the Red Cross office at 501 Memorial Boulevard. Uh, myself, John, or one of our volunteers will sit down and go through that with you. Or you can go to redcross.org. And once again, once you show and click a button about volunteering and you put in your zip code, we will get contacted that you're interested in we have trainings happening there uh, weekly, and so you can jump in and start learning what other Red Crossers do and learn how to help your neighbor in a, in a, you know, when they need it. And as we move into the fall season, there will be situations here in this area that we don't know about right now that volunteers will be needed, and it's good to have that training where you can help your neighbors. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we've been seeing as a trend, Bart, uh, as far as our response on a national level, it used to be a couple of years ago, there was 20 days between large disaster responses, you know, for our volunteers to react. And, you know, then that got down to 17. But now we're at 12 days wow. between, you know, a major disaster and engaging volunteers and to that point yes you could consider deploying but you may say no i'm not interested in deploying well when sandy's deploying we we need that many more people locally because the biggest response we have locally is house fires last year we had 140 house fires that we responded to those were local emergencies in our 10 uh 10 county presence and those are happening at a a very uh reoccurring basis unfortunately so once we have volunteers that are trained and have skill sets like Sandy out and about in the country, we need somebody to fill her void locally. Very definitely. So just get in touch with John Mitchell or anyone at the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross 501 Memorial Boulevard that serves the entire area. In fact, it's expanded quite a bit. You're much more than Rutherford County. Yeah, we, we're in DeKalb County, Warren County, Coffee County, Marshall, Moore. 
Lincoln. I know I'm going to forget one of them, but basically you can see Rutherford County, DeKalb, and this goes straight down to the to the line there of uh, Franklin and Lincoln County. Uh, Marshall Moore. I know I'm forgetting one, Coffee and Cannon, uh, but it, it, it encompasses 10 counties, and we, oper- we operate out of a regional strength. So we're a chapter that has those lines where we focus on but we will cross those lines and help our neighbors and other chapters just like they will come and do that for us when needed so we're committed to respond to the disaster um, on a regional basis so just feel it's good to know that you've got our resources but you've got the whole state of tennessee behind you when you need help the heart of tennessee chapter of the american red cross right here in murfreesboro and before we leave john again let's remind people your blood the gift of life is desperately needed yes please respond i know you may have done it in the past you may be out of uh sync or needles may not be your favorite thing but uh, you know it really is important and it does save a life we have many people that serve uh on our our board and some of them have had people in their family saved through blood donations and that uh that that's motivation enough for them to say i'm going to give blood on a very regular basis so please do so in fact right now while you're thinking about it phone 1-800-RED-CROSS easy number to remember 1-800-RED-CROSS set up a time to give blood giving the gift of life so desperately needed right now john mitchell the executive director of the heart of tennessee chapter visiting with us today john thank you for all that you do Thank you, Vart. Thank you for WGNS and the service you provide our community. Chairman Parsons is next. Something exciting happening. Stay with us. Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. Swap and shop with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings, 750 to 810 on WGNS, AM, FM, online. You know, there's a lot of people out there talking about testosterone. You hear about treatment centers everywhere. But do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust, one that's been doing it for years. I recommend Low T Center on Medical Center Parkway in Murfreesboro. That's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, they make it quick and easy. Walk in, take a simple blood test, and then with their on-site lab, you get the results in 25 minutes. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, weight gain, or loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center's not not like a typical doctor's office where you have to wait a long time to see the doctor. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for men. They have affordable and convenient options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. No need to drive to the center for weekly visits. Right now at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your testosterone level tested. So what are you waiting for? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Tire World has begun its last at-cost tire sale of the year. Now through Saturday, all passenger and light truck tire brands will be sold at cost. Plus, we're also taking 20% off installation. There are also manufacturer rebates up to $110 on brands such as Bridgestone, Firestone, and Continental. So, no markups, discounts, and rebates for one week only. Don't miss out and call Tire World today. Tire World, we keep your family rolling. We're talking with Pat Wingo at Adams Place. 
Adam's place makes fun, and there's as much to do as you want to do. When I leave my room about 10 a.m., I don't get back sometimes till midnight. <laughs> I'm a night owl. Well, I like to have fun with my friends. Yes, I do. Where is the fun? Oh, hands down, I'd say Adam's place. Hi, this is Terry Deal at Adam's Place. Call me for more information about Adam's Place at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. A heat advisory is in effect here for the forecast area. Sunny skies here for this afternoon, a high in the upper 90s. Tonight, partly cloudy and low near 73. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 74. And on our next segment of the program, we have something uh, that I think will be very beneficial to a lot of people listening in. Shannon Woodfin Parsons is with us from Woodfin Funeral Chapel. Good to have you with us today. Thank you, Barb. It's nice to be here. And uh, pull pull the mics up uh, real close to all of you. Let that be your good buddy. I mean, like, a, there you go, right gotcha. up on it. Gotcha. Uh, tell us, uh, there's something really wonderful happening soon because... Uh, whenever we have a loss in the family, that's something that stays with us and it's in our hearts. And Woodfin is coming up with a way that will help the community through that grieving process. That's right. Um, we have Bitsy Russell uh, on staff at Woodfin Chapel, which we're so happy to have. And she has kind of taken over the aftercare program at Woodfin Chapel. And um, what we, we have talked about doing something like a walk or um, just something that could help families who have lost a loved one um, get through a really tough time, uh, their grief, which is not always easy for a lot of us. And so we're having a morning walk, which we're sponsoring. Um, and it starts September the, 5th, the 14th, and um, it will begin at 9.30 at Oakland's Pavilion next to the Oakland's Mansion. So it's easy for everyone to get to. It's historical. It's beautiful. And it's a, it's a good place to walk. It's a great place to walk. They've got very nice walking paths. Uh, and um, um, we will um, have refreshments. We, we, Miss Bitsy actually named this um, the Deer Grief Walk. And Deer, D-E-E-R, stands for drink, eat, exercise, and then rest. And that's when we'll share and uh uh, be with one another and it doesn't matter um, how long ago you've lost someone um, or yesterday we would love to have anyone who's interested in coming and um, helping us actually walk through their journey um, and being there for them and this is coming up starting September the 14th. Bitsy, tell us a little about what, uh, what made you think about doing this. What, what motivated you to, to do this? 
Well, reading articles and listening to different programs, it is a proven fact that if you get your muscles going, anytime you contract a muscle, that releases hormones that can then begin to heal your body because grief is not only a mental and emotional thing, it is physical, very physical. And so if we get out and we're with others of the same mindset and we're going to exercise, bring some of that into our bodies and be with others, then our moods will start to lighten. We won't feel so burdensome. And if you can't walk or don't want to walk, that's fine too. You can sit there, cheer us on. We'll walk or exercise for maybe 20 minutes. If it's inclement weather, we are going to meet in the cottage behind Oakland's so that we'll be out of the weather and we can do some chair exercises, just anything to get your body moving. So that's the whole secret of it. Get some movement. Get some movement and be with others. You don't have to talk if you don't want to talk. But even in listening, you hear what others are going through. You don't feel so alone or so outcast or think that you're crazy because you're not. It's very normal. Grief is our normal way of the body to deal with and, and get through that anxiety, depression, and just that just total loss feeling. I know really from personal experience that um, after the loss of my dad, I really just wanted to isolate. I, I, um, I got depressed, and, um, and Miss Bitsy is right in that if you can just get out of the house and move, and this yeah. gets you with, with people who are experiencing the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. They're not alone is now, the main thing. Shannon, you mentioned something a moment ago about it doesn't matter where in this grief line you are. It could be last month, last week, five years ago. Exactly right. Um, that because every one of us grieves differently and um I know that I um, put off grieving, which is not really a good thing for us to do. It's, it's hard on our bodies, mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, I put it off because I didn't want to face my loss, my deep loss. And, um, and finally, you know, a year or two later, I was able to face it. Do you think people consciously put it off or do they not realize they're putting it off? I, th- I think sometimes um, the memories are just too hard and uh, the loss is too great that in order to kind of protect themselves, they think they're, you know, maybe prolong or not prolonging it is prolonging but um they're they, just putting it they're, off they're trying to um uh 
they think they will get over grief. You're not going to get over grief. Mm -hmm. You've got to go through grief. And it is like a wound that has scabbed over. And you think, okay, it's scabbed over. I'm not going to pick that wound. But in order to debris that wound and get that wound to heal properly, you have to debris it. And so many times we put it off. Like Shannon said, we don't want to face it. We don't want to hurt but it's going to manifest itself at some point in time in your life. So it's best to deal with it, to be with others. We're going to do this every week, every Thursday. It's not something you have to come to all the time, but just know it is there. It's open. Um, we hope to help people heal. And one thing you mentioned, too, about having people in different places in the healing uh, spectrum you can help so much other people who may have not experienced what you've experienced. And we're not saying that you're going to have to sit there and share your story all day. Uh, But I think your heart will make you want to. I I think so too, Bart. And the word I was searching for earlier was you try to protect yourself, but from the hurt and, you know, the sadness. But I have learned it's not it's not the healthy way. Um, you have to go through the grieving process at some point, just like Miss Bitsy said, it's going to come out somehow. We have a, a listener who's just sent us a text saying uh, they had the, a loss of a loved one in another city, uh, and they're wondering uh, if they did not have the burial at Woodfin, do are they still able to come? Certainly. Everyone is included. No one is excluded. Uh, we would love to have her. So everybody's experience is different. It is, Bart. It is. You know, of course there is a difference in a young teenager passing compared to a 95-year-old who has lived a full life, and it ends up being more of a celebration in that case. There are many, many hard, difficult losses that people, you know, have to face. An exercise, talking about it, sharing stories, that just heals everybody. It really Uh, does. Betsy, tell us a little more about the healing process, because I think that's so important for people to realize you can benefit from this. Most definitely, Bart. Thank you so much for bringing that up, because it is so important to look inside yourself, to look outside yourself. Like you were saying a while ago that... um, You can help others with your story, your journey, especially if it's been a few years. You can see the little nuances, the little um, rainbows that, that have happened that you wouldn't have expected. And so many times, like we have on our flyer, the greatest storms most likely will produce the most beautiful rainbows that then you can share with others help them along because that's what we're here for anyway to help each other and we hope to facilitate that spirit of and a lot of times people will make good friends within the groups and continue even outside of the group 
Now, if you just tuned in, we're talking this morning with Shannon Parsons and Bitsy Russell, both from Woodfin Funeral Chapel. They're starting a morning walk, and it's open to everybody. Uh, whether you had a death of a loved one out of town, across town, whether you used Woodfin or a different funeral home, everyone is encouraged to come because this is a healing for everyone. Again, when will that be? September the 14th. It's going to be every Thursday after that. Um, meeting at Oakland's Pavilion. And if it is inclement weather, then we'll meet in the cottage behind Oakland's mansion. Okay. September the 14th at 930. That's right. All that's right. right. And uh, that's going to be here before we know it. It is. It is. Put that on your calendar and, and let's make it a point to, to be there. Thank you both for joining us and giving us this wonderful news. Shannon Parsons and Bitsy Russell telling us about the morning walk that's coming up starting Thursdays, September the 14th at 9.30 in the morning at Oakland's Mansions Pavilion. Much more to come right here on WGNS. Stay with us.